welcome to the latest episode. Ah, oh, there I am again. The latest special. It's not episode. Yeah. Latest special of the GBH Bell Whiplash. Still haven't got a cool name for it. No, I actually, earlier on before I came around here, I actually was going through an intro in my head and I was like, oh, I'll just say that. It's easy. It's simple. And the first thing I can do is not actually say it correctly anyway. But anyway, yeah, this is the latest special. From GBHBL, we've got Games, Brains and Headbanging Your Life. We never normally do this. We always kind of forget, so I'm going to do it now. We are Games, Brains and Headbanging Your Life, as I said, GBHBL.com. You can find us over that website where you'll find all your amazing album EP reviews, as well as games, horror, and so on and so forth. And we're all over social media. If you go to the homepage, you can find all that right at the top. It couldn't be simpler. So make sure you check us out. As I say, this is the latest special. I think we've done quite a few now already. And this is a first of a different one. Normally we do like bands or a specific subject. Well, this is a specific subject, but like yep. it's about a festival. And we're going to be talking about Download 2018 and the lineup. It's just around the corner. So this is our overview. Who we think you should be seeing. Who we know. Who's what, who we would want to see if we were there. Because we're not Download goers. We're not there. We go Bloodstock. There'll be another Bloodstock special at some point, I'm sure. Oh yeah. For the time. When was um, the last time have you ever have you ever been to a download weekend? I have never been to a download weekend. Mm. I never really did an awful lot of camping out of festivals. Full stop. When I was younger, I did a lot of festivals, but I tended to go for a day. I choose the best day, and that would be it. Only in recent years that we've or I've took to doing bloodstock kind of camping. Um, yeah, I don't have no real reason why I didn't do it when I was younger. I guess it was more it was expensive. I probably didn't have the money. Yeah, didn't have a car. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was hard to get there. Um, didn't have like a collection of friends that were necessarily into metal who'd want to go with me. Yeah, that's true. You know, so yeah, yeah. I mean, Download was my first, first festival experience. Um, I think I've been. I can't quite remember. I think I've been twice. Twice Download weekenders, and then Sonosphere came along, and Sonosphere was the go-to one for a bit, and then obviously Bloodstock, and that's yeah. pretty much it. I've never. I've been going for a day. Um, I mean, I was at Download last year. I could have stayed the whole weekend, but because it was um, a last-minute thing, I ended up only staying like Friday, doing half the day Saturday. Simply put, it's not even about the bands. I just don't like Download. I mean, I'm, I've never been, so it's like you know, it's probably unfair for me to have a comment on it. But I know I wouldn't enjoy Download, just like I know I probably wouldn't enjoy Sonosphere or Glastonbury or anything like that, purely because of the size of them and the amount of people crammed into an area. I just think it's too many people. I'm not really a people person at the best of times. I don't need to be stuck with 70 or 80,000 of them. No, you basically hit the nail on the head why, um, particularly because I've got a bloodstock, um, why download so doesn't appeal. It is the massive, it's too many people for me. I just don't like that many people. But not only that, download so spread out. So spread out. It's uncomfortable a lot of the time. And moving between stages, and I like to do a lot of moving around, you know. If I'm not enjoying a particular band, I have no interest in just sitting there and putting up with it for yeah. the sake of not wanting to walk 20 minutes to the next bloody stage and this is the other thing and like it's related to the size of them and the reason they are this size is because they do cater for an awful lot of different genres within the rock kind of well yeah they're, they're, they're everything right and you know that's it's not a problem I guess I don't understand why they have to do it they got to sell tickets it's up, that's what they got to do yeah but you know I, you know I look at the lineups previous years as well I've looked at the lineups before and I've seen you know that band I like, that band I like, that band I like, and I've seen these 20 bands I don't know and 20 bands I don't like, and it doesn't really cater for me. Yep. It caters for such a wide range. It's like a sort of jack-of-all-trades, master of none, really. Um, 
yeah, well, yeah, that's a great sort of way to put it. I, I mean, I, you know, the thing, the thing with it as well was that, like, it would be okay if there was no other festival that catered for me, but one does, and that's the thing. So I can go to Bloodstock, and ninety percent of what is there, I will enjoy, or there'll be something I can go and enjoy. Um, if just, I didn't have Bloodstock, maybe then I'd have to go to Download. Maybe that would be the next, you know, the next best thing. Or you know, it might maybe it'd be go to Europe or. You know, Hellfest, Wacken, something like that. If you can buy or, the or, or, tickets. Or, you know, the smaller ones like the Camden Rocks Festival. Arc, and, yeah, know. Arc Tent, uh, Mammoth Fest. What's the Scottish one? Oh, um, Beyond the Wall? A, no, I keep seeing a lot about it at the moment. Oh, the late, like, oh, what's it called? It's got a, yeah, it's, yeah, it's got a, I know recently they announced like Decapitated. Yeah, it's decent. Like like it, yeah. like you know, so there's, there's things like that. So And the one in Brighton, Mammoth Fest. Yeah, so That's... you look you look around at them and you think like, download looks fine there's a few bands there but then you see these other festivals and you go no well i can you know caters for me much more less people perfect for me well yeah so i'm not ever going to be the sort of person who has either the money or the time of work or time off kids or anything like that to be doing three four festivals a summer oh god no no way so you know for me it's like choose your festival and you know download doesn't doesn't get into that i think the (laughs) most i ever did was um I think once I did Hellfest, which was a lot of work, a day at download and Bloodstock in the same year. Yeah. And that, that was that was hardcore, you know. And it was the only time I've ever gone to a, an abroad festival. And Hellfest is an amazing, amazing um, event. You know, I'd urge anyone who's ever considered it. They, they again, they're like download in the sense they cater to all, but they, they have no qualms. They're very brave in the fact that they just go, here's a, a lineup and basically announce 95% of it in one hit and they sell out every single year. It's kind of like yeah. whacking in that sense. Yes, yeah, um, I've, I've always wanted to go to whacking, but I don't know if that's purely because it's like iconic, isn't it? It's like a, a festival of legend. You ever saw Glastonbury? That's iconic, you know? Yeah, but not in the metal world. No, that's true. That's true. <laughs> That's true, yeah. I, I would like to whack it, but it is, you know, it is I mean, 100,000 people plus. Yeah, and it's also, like, well, I might be wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure it's one of those, like, like Glastonbury, which is almost always sold out. Uh, you have to, yeah. you can put yourself down on a waiting list yeah, you know, a you, year in advance. You can, if you don't buy the tickets even before a band's announced, you're not yeah. going to get them. And, that, and then that brings us back to the reasons why I don't like Glastonbury, and I would never do that for Wacken because I don't go to festivals for a camping trip or for the overpriced coffee and dodgy no. bacon sandwiches with no. no sauce or butter I go there purely for the band so I'm not going to buy a ticket to a show without knowing the bands it's like it's like spending 30 quid to go to the roundhouse tomorrow night and just going I wonder who's going to be playing yeah, yeah, it could yeah, be a metal like, band or it could be you know someone completely different here's Jack do White doing an acoustic solo set you go right there's a show happening who is it do I want to go it doesn't yeah. work the other round you don't go I'm going to go to a show who you think I don't know it's going to be amazing and that's why <laughs> you know? that's kind of why Bloodstock's become like their de facto because yeah. you haven't got to worry about that side of thing it's never going to no. sell out on that front and, and, and they're reasonably quick with the majority of their announcements yeah, they're, they're slow in the sense that it's like here's four bands at once yeah, yeah, every yeah. month which is a little bit annoying you get the headliner I mean like I don't know if it happens every year, but last year you got a couple of the headliners at the festival while you're there for the next year, didn't you? Mm, yeah, that's right. Like Wish and Go yeah, Europe. They've done it a few times, not always, but they've done it a few times. Depends if they've got it ready, I guess. So, I mean, you know, you're, you're at the festival and a year before it goes, and they, if they have got it ready, you already have an idea of the headliners for next year. Yeah, it gives you kind of like, it's, I guess, because they start, don't they sell tickets straight away? Yeah. Um, that's so, like, if you wanted to, because I guess you're on a festival higher, like, I want to do this right now, you know? Um, it's increasing popularity as well, Bloodstock, isn't it? Yes. So we have to be careful with it because 
if if they if they expand too much, it will dilute it. If they don't expand, it becomes more difficult to get a ticket. <laughs> you know, so yeah, um, things. I know that each in the last couple of years, including this year, they've mentioned that they're either very very close or about to sell out. A VIP sold out quite early this yeah. year. Yeah, you know, so they're things you have to watch out for. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what would happen. Like, would I get a ticket if it wasn't VIP? I've never done it non-VIP, yeah. but I, uh, it's, it's not something that I would say like I'm against the idea of. No, no. But because I've always done it that way, and this would be, what, the fourth year, fifth year, like, it'd be very hard to go back. It'd be very hard to convince my missus to go non-VIP purely because of the shower. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, little, even little things like that might make a difference to me. But yeah, well, um, but anyway. as Brendan said at the start, yeah, Bloodstock, near the time, we'll be going through yep. that fully. Despite, this is about download. Yeah, despite how that all sounded, this is about download. Yes. <laughs> so we're basically going to go through the stages, the bands on them by each day and sort of, yeah, what do we think? So yeah. we'll start with the Dogtooth stage, which I guess is download's fourth stage. Um, I think this one's in a tent. I'm trying to remember. I know the third stage is in a tent, but I'm not sure if the second is. It might be. It might be like two tents, second, because I know the first and second stages are definitely outdoors. So I'm presuming the third, fourth dog tooth stage is inside a tent. And it basically, your first band you're going to get to see on a Friday morning is Seller Darling. Have you even heard of them? Um, no. No, yeah. I haven't heard of them. Um, I have no idea who they are. Well, it's basically, this is the problem with, I, I noticed with the dog tooth stage, is uh, we, you know, we like to, we're, we, I'd like to say we're pretty good at knowing uh Bands, even if we're like, oh yeah, I've heard of them, I've heard the name or so and that kind of thing. Um, there's a lot on the Dogtooth stage where I'm generally like, what, who, and so on. Um, well, I mean, to be fair, without knowing them at all, obviously I'm looking at this up at the same time. They sound kind of interesting, they're a Swiss band. Um, they are the new wave of folk rock. So, new wave of folk rock? Folk rock. Okay. Alright, I mean, I'm yeah. Not sure what like differs that makes them different from the old wave of folk rock, or... Is that like post, <laughs> like post, instead of post metal, post folk? I don't know. Is that, are we going to get new waves and post now? Because I'm going to get, I'm going to get, I'm too old for all these drums. You know, it's the first band on, isn't it? That's the thing, you know, it's going to be, it's the festival opener, I guess, which is kind of like a cool position to be in, but at the same time, yeah, probably half your people aren't going to be there, I would imagine, yet. Yeah, or they're all Well, I don't know, Friday morning out. probably got more chance of getting people there than Sunday morning. I reckon. Like, I'm pretty sure Download's opening bands are 11 in the morning. So if you're on stage 11 on Friday, you're more likely to get a crowd. Right. Purely because everyone's up for it. Whereas Sunday fucking how, morning... How did Download work it then with the times? Because, like, obviously you've got the dog tooth stage. Oh, it's all, it all clashes. So so it might be that Seller Darling aren't the opener of the festival. Stage. No, it's true. They could be on... There'll be like five of them might be the opener yeah, of the like, festival. Yeah, for sure. The only thing I probably you won't get is someone on the main stage at that, at yeah, that point. Yeah. But yeah, following Seller Darling on um, Dogtooth is Helpless. Now, I do know Helpless. Yeah. They're a decent band as well. Pretty good band. We've reviewed them over the site. So. Yeah, I did their album. Then was it called Death? It, Death. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, so... Um, yeah. But then following that again, it's like Kaiser Franz Joseph. Jose. Kaiser Franz Joseph. Da, I yeah. have no clue again. Or Gold Key. So I can't even say whether they're not worth seeing. Nope. Nope. No idea. I haven't got a clue who they are. But then you get Savage Messiah, obviously thrash, thrash metal, yeah, um, straightforward. I wouldn't say I love that. Like Savage Messiah, I think I've seen them mainly as a support band. Uh, I know I've definitely seen them as a support band. In fact, we saw them support Cradle of Filth, um, at the Electric Ballroom. That would be. I was trying, just trying to think of like I'm sure I've seen them. Where, yeah. where have I seen them? That yeah, they exactly supported Cradle Electric Ballroom last year, so we have seen them quite recently. 
And look, that's, that's totally solid. Um, for how long they'd get in the stage, I think probably 30-odd minutes. They won't do any harm, I guess, if there's nothing else on. I mean, it's about, it's no, thrash metal. Not? Yeah, they're an English band, London band. You know, why not? Yeah. <laughs> I'll probably go and see them, to be honest with you, if they're depending on what they were clashing with. That's but... what it comes down to with Download as well, as what do they clash yeah. with? If there's nothing else, I mean, out of some of the bands out there, I'll probably be quite happy to watch Half Hour of Savage Messiah. And the only other bands I think worth mentioning, because like Loathe, I don't know, Bless the Fall, I've heard of. E- Bless the Fall, e- I like. Oh, you like them? Yeah, I do actually quite like Bless the Fall. Okay. I like metalcore, kind of. Fourth from top as well, so not bad, even yeah. in ish time. Yeah, that's not bad. Igor with three R's. Yeah, another one I'm not on. Igor. <laughs> yeah, Igor. <laughs> yeah, don't know. Em, but I do know uh, Emu. Isn't that a symphonic style band, right? I'm sure that's a symphonic metal band in the sense. Or am I thinking of someone else? Um, apparently, they're more of an American metal core. Oh, um, really? I'm definitely thinking of someone else. Who am I thinking of? Connecticut. No. Nope. Yeah, so I've heard the name. Connecticut. You mean Connecticut? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'm reading it quite literally here. Connect, yeah, cut. I know Connecticut well because that's where WWE's headquarters yeah, are. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know that. <laughs> so yeah, it's a band I definitely know the name of, but when I see it come up with American Metalcore, I'm not sure I actually do know them very well. No, that's gone over my head now. It's completely gone over my head. Um, but the headliners of the Dogtooth stage are the Mighty Tesseract. Yeah. Um, new album just out recently, and I thought it was great. Yeah, thought yeah, it was so Sonder, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right, Sonder. I thought it was bloody great um really not not never was a really tesseract fan before i know i'd caught him at sonosphere once live before and was interestingly what we were writing for the site so obviously you reviewed tesseract sonder yeah um and i did a couple of the singles yeah and i didn't realize you'd reviewed it so i started writing yes. the review as well of it quite interestingly though we, we would have had very very different opinions on that album Really, very, very different. Okay. Yeah. I, while I do quite like Tesseract and I liked a couple of the songs on the album, I found it to be really generic, considering they're meant to be really progressive. Whereas you found it to be really progressive. Yeah. <laughs> so you know we have quite a different. It's quite quite strange. I remember writing it, and then you said, "Oh, I've already written it." And I looked at your one, and I was like, "Wow, that's very different to what I was going to." Yeah, that's that's good. That's good. Don't get me wrong. That's not this to the band. You know, you don't always like everything that the band put out. I would still go and watch them quite happily, you know, and check them out. For sure. If I was, yeah, I think they'd definitely be a band worth checking out. Particularly if this is in a tent, I think it would definitely be quite yeah, good. Yeah, I don't know if I'm like, yeah, Tesseract. Or actually, even a couple, even like Tesseract, Savage Messiah, and Helpless, specifically out of these bands on a stage, potentially windy and all that. I'm not sure they would sound. Yeah, the old Fear Factor problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, so that's what you get in the Dogtooth stage. Like it's a Dogtooth stage. Why, dog, why Dogtooth? What is that? Is dogtooth. That a, a that's beer a or brand like a beer, or something. I think it might be, you know? It, yeah, it's a, a brand an ale or something yeah because then like the Avalanche stage hosted by Kerrang Radio that's a fucking mouthful yeah. um, the third stage we shall call it uh, basically so you can imagine like it should be for me it should be like okay so this is um, each stage with bigger bands getting bigger and bigger as we go mm-hmm. and then I look at the third stage and I actually think for me it's got worse bands than the fourth stage like who I'd <laughs> want to see yeah. like again each to own but like I'm looking at so I don't know um, most of these bands. So we got Woes, Employed to Serve, Dead, but spelt D-E-D, Stray from the Path, Stick to Your Guns, that I have I think I've heard the name. Yeah. And then we hit like three big ones. Yeah. Uh, Cancer Bats, The Bronx and Bad Religion. The, the Bronx, quite interestingly, we actually spoke about them in a recent um, we did, podcast yeah. where we saw them play with Less Than Jake as Mariachi at El Bronx. Yes. <laughs> we um, were trying to remember their name and here they are. 
Mm. Without Mar- Mariachi kit, I imagine. Yeah, I think that I think that trio there of Cancerbats to Bronx and Brad, Bad Religion yeah, I mean, is certainly a, the step up on that's that a stage. Bit of fun. Yes, yes, because Cancerbats got a new album out and it's I mean, a I'm, I'm really not, good album. Not a huge Cancerbats fan, I'm not, but you know, I'll still go and watch that. Yeah, because I'm not sure there's anything else that I'd be watching at the time. <laughs> to be totally honest with you, across <laughs> some of the other stages, I think I might be struggling. Yeah, because well, I mean, I'll be honest with you, like I'll be like, genuinely, genuinely. I know we're going to go into the rest of these bands, but. One of the reasons why I wouldn't go to download for a ticket is I'm struggling on a Friday here. It's interesting Friday because Sunday is a big problem for me. Well, you know, in that sense. But Friday, I mean, well, we'll, we'll, we'll move we'll move yeah, on to the yeah, second yeah. stage now already, and the second stage is well, so for we, us. We know the bands at least. You know, oh yeah, yeah. Well, we I mean, say I, that. Who's culture abuse? Well, we know some of the bands. <laughs> Miss May I, I know, and I actually quite enjoy that. I think that's why some quite heavy death. Yes, metal, like, uh, I think they're Australian. I might be wrong on that, but they. Um, but it's, it's pretty heavy it's kind of like um, die art sort of music yeah, yeah. nothing um, more nothing more I don't know no don't more. know them either CKY CKY um, recently reviewed them at Brixton or Brixton. sorry O2 Academy Brixton <laughs> not Brixton Academy and um, yeah they went down a tree apparently it was really good fun yes you know so it's not about jackass no no no, a, no 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 they're no. a band within their own rights and apparently did a really good job now this um, next one is where your, fa- your favourite band your favourite band's up next <laughs> I would absolutely go out of my way to see Andrew WK. Now, this is the funniest thing because I, for a long time, like everyone, thought the guy was nothing but a joke. I generally thought you know, a one song somehow had managed to carve out a 10-plus year career, purely what's seen by Metal Hammer saying he's the best man in the world kind yeah. of thing. But he never... All I'm thinking, but, but you've got... But, like, but now you think he is the best man in the world it, or, or like kind of well, up, the, up there. I wouldn't say that. It's what really... So basically, the new album came out and I was like, well, I'm going to review it because it's a bit different. It's going to be a totally different thing. And sometimes, you know, a lot of our pop reviews, we, 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 we've never really said this in the podcast, but setting out. Um, the reason why a lot of our reviews are always in the high marks is because we're not going to waste our time reviewing something that's shit. No. I mean, we will. But, like, you know, genuinely, if we do listen to something and it's shit... And you know it's it's a, from a band with a reasonable scale. Yep. We will tell you it's shit. Oh yes, yes. What we won't do is listen to a brand new band trying to get out there, and they give us something to listen to, and we don't like it. We're not going to try and ruin them, man. Yeah. We're just, we just want, we're not going to put the review out there. We'll just leave it. We're not going to give you know what? Why would you do that? To There's it? no need to do it. You know, let's just go out there and try and make a name for ourselves by being horrible to people. And so here's it's not the thing, thing, because you say, well, isn't that a bit skew? But it's not because we're basically not giving them any press. So no. we are punishing them anyway yeah. because it's like, look, it ain't good, so we're not going to cover it. So we're not even going to give you. But we have clicks. to. You have to be, and we are. And I think, I think all of us on the site are. We are very aware that what we do is give our opinion and only our opinion, mm. and that is not a, um, it's not a marking against a band to say this band are very very good and this band or this band are very very bad because we say so. You know, if we don't like it, we don't. Want to listen to it and We won't write about it. That's it. Yeah, it's simple as that. And we've got something to say. We'll say it. So yeah, so the Andrew WK thing came about where I was like, well, we kind of called to write someone yeah. who's well known, and basically I was expecting to slam it, and then I listened to it. Now don't get me wrong, it's not a great album, it's a good album, and what blew me away was its level of positivity, yeah. and not only that, but the, the, there are some banging tunes in it, absolutely really catchy, and like this is good and some real talent. And then I sort of did more reading up on him and the man himself and stuff like that, and I thought, holy fuck, this is a good person. He's a good person, yep. and like that and the album and um, what's it called it um, music the, like, the song I always think of is music I'm singing in my head right now music is worth living for and you want to sing it out loud for everybody 
I, 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 I can't <laughs> think of the words now. <laughs> you don't have to. It's a yeah. re- it's, a, it's a really catchy thing, but the entire album is basically one long motiva- motivational speech. And you think, God, oh, that sounds right preachy, but it's not. It's so hard to explain, but I'm really, right. really impressed by it. I was really, uh, like, surprised. It's good. It's also nice that download have kind of gone for this whole yin and yang thing by having them one of the nicest people in the world followed by an absolute dick yeah <laughs> it's it, John, jonathan davis solo yeah. stuff follows next so i don't know an awful lot about jonathan davis in terms of being solo in one part of me thinking like he'll just stand there with his bagpipes and play and it'll be pretty cool but mm. I, i'm assuming he has a supporting band so it might turn out quite corny um the other part of me thinks it'll just be him and skrillex behind like two sets right, of decks yep with like people dancing on the stage and you know with white gloves on and stuff like that I don't know like what does he do solo well I'm about to, I'm about to say you can find out do you know why why because we've been sent this oh have we we have it well see see, this is one that I will listen happily listen to mm-hmm. and if I don't like it he doesn't need positive press he doesn't he can he can he can be yeah he doesn't need it he doesn't need us I'll be happy to slam him I, I, you know I've, I've, I might not be the right person to listen to it because I've quite biased against him <laughs> I, I just don't know what, I, I don't know this, what to expect this man used to be my idol that's but the thing anyway. is I, don't, I don't know what to expect you're uh, absolutely right so it's there I, mean, I he, haven't listened to it I can't imagine like if, he, if he's doing Rocky kind of metally stuff it's sounding anything not like Korn like it's hard to imagine Jonathan Davis in a style other than Korn well here's the thing if it is heavy that's why I don't think it will be because if it is heavy and he's doing his nah 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 it's yeah. just well isn't this just Korn then but without the rest of the band yeah. so it can't it can't be that so that says to me it's probably going to be quite technical and yeah. We'll, I mean, we'll check it out. We'll let you know on the site. Don't worry. Yeah, 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 for sure. And then the top two bands. Um, you know that the top two bands as well because they have their own font. They have their own font, and both of them, I can't stand. I'm not even going to lie. I cannot stand Hellas for Heroes, and I think Yumi at Six are genuinely one of the poorest yeah, of the uh, pop punk range. I mean, to, to hell with both of them, <laughs> to be honest with you, and also to hell with Yumi at Six's font. To, at least Hell, Hell with the Heroes have their own font and tried. You, you mean it's the standard Century Bold? It's exactly the same as the other fonts, just a few like space, uh, like numbers up. It's about 14 instead of 10. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not good enough. You get your own font and you do that. And here's the thing, you might be listening and going, well, you guys just love your metal. Fuck you. I love my pop punk. I love well, yeah, it. I don't. I do love my metal. But oh, I love my metal too. Come on, man. But no, 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 no. But I'm saying, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't really love pop punk. You know, I like different genres within metal. Mm. But I am the reason why we said at the beginning that probably won't be for me this festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they're like, so they're your second stage headliners. So they're. Um... I, mean, I mean, hell, so far we've we've agreed that we'll probably go and watch Tesseract, Savage Messiah, and De- uh, sorry, Helpless probably over you, me at six and Hell's for Heroes. Yes. So. Yeah, says a lot about our style. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which brings us to an interesting main stage. I'd yeah. say very interesting main stage for Friday's download. One wow. that um, I don't, I would be okay with, a lot more okay with, if they weren't once again charging more for tickets than they were last year. Right. And here's what we'll get this at the end. But Friday a download on main stage is, even though I like a couple of the bands, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. You know. I mean, I, 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 for me, this is weak. But but that's, you know, again, it's my personal taste. Um, I'm, I'm probably talking two out of there that I'd be happy to watch. I, I Let, think... Let's run through them, shall we? Yeah, yeah. So, so we, Boston Manor. Well, I'm struggling with that because I don't know them. I don't know them. So Same I'm, here. I, you know, they're opening up the main stage, I guess. Good for them. Yep. Um, not don't know who you are, so... Sorry. It might be that, you know, 
There might, to be perfect, fair, yeah. there are so many bands that I do know that I don't want to see. I might, you might check them out and just be like, yeah, actually, yeah. You know what, they're pretty cool. Right then, Avatar. Now this Avatar is an interesting like one. Yeah, I oh. would love to, and I'm actually kicking myself over this one because a couple of years ago they played down, uh, Bloodstock in quite a high position, and I dismissed them because um, I, I, I never really heard anything by them, and I judged yeah. them basically how they looked and thought, oh, it's like probably like uh, My Chemical Romance that right, kind of okay. stuff. Yeah, and. Not- <laughs> yeah, then, then I got the new album. We got the new album and Avatar I listened to it. Country. Yeah, and I was like, oh, no, this is pretty... a lot heavier and yeah. a lot better than I expected. They're a pretty cool band. Yeah. Pretty cool band. So, um, yeah, I think you're right. I think Avatar definitely want to be checking out. Yeah. Which brings I, I, us I will, to... I will, I will, as we go through the rest of these, and we're going to talk about a few other bands, obviously, after Avatar. Yep. I'm surprised that these Avatar are not higher, higher up this list. Agreed. Than Even the if next it was just, two. yeah, three up. Um, so, Dragon Force, which is obviously... New album out about a year ago, so you know, they, relevant. They, they just released, um, well, not today because the time this goes out, it's a couple of weeks ago. Um, a couple of weeks ago, they re released um, the the new the first album they did with a new singer, I can't remember the name of it, right. but that's been remastered or something okay. and re released today or a few weeks ago for yeah. that. Um, I mean, I, 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 Dragon I, Force, have, um, they're not on my radar anymore. No, nah, I mean, I reviewed the album and it wasn't bad. It wasn't great. It was just it was Dragon Force. Dragon Force. It's like that's it, it, that 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 there sums it, them up, innit? But it, you know, it, it sounds like why is that a bad thing? But it is because it's like I don't know how many albums they've had out. God knows, five, six, seven albums and all that. But to go, that's that's going to span twenty years, or fifteen years, yep. and to be, you know, to have not changed, progressed, evolved. Your band members have changed and all that. And the reason they haven't changed is because the two guitarists are the same. Yeah, and, and it's it's a guitarist show. That's what it is. It's about, hey, check us out. And even, in the, I remember feeling that with the new album where it's like, we'll let the singer sing for a little bit and then it's just like seven minutes of us two showing off. Well, hey, look what we can do. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and it's great for a couple of tracks. And then you're like, come on, man, mix it up a little bit now. And then don't. They don't. It's just the same thing. That's Through it. the fire and flames. Over and over and over and over again. And I feel and I feel like I must say as well, I um, when Dragon Force um, uh, will first released uh, the third album, fuck, what's it called? But it was the last one with ZP uh, Threat, um, ZP Threat on it. Um, that was when I found Dragon Force. I was a massive fan of Dragon Force back in the day. Really huge fan of them. And basically that, what Brendan just said, the lack of evolution, the lack of stepping forward and yeah. doing anything fresh and new. It's, it's totally fine for a band to just be themselves, but they have to understand that everyone around them is progressing. Yes. And if you don't, then you're standing still and they all move past you and we move with them. Yeah, and watching, we're watching you know? Power Metal take strides forward yeah. and stuff like that. And it's like Dragon Force is just like, well, we're t- twiddly twiddly and that's what we do. Yeah. And as you say, here's Through the Fire and the Flames, yeah. you know, again. Marmosets, can't stand them. Uh, I, I, yeah, again, I know the name, but I'm like, you know, I'm not instantly haven't got songs popping into my head or anything like that, so you know. Okay, well, on to one of the bands of the weekend. If you are there, controversial controversy well, coming in. <laughs> we, have, we have different opinions, very on, different on, opinions. On, on, um, on one of the third from top on the main stage, arguably should be higher than the next two, in my opinion, is one of the bands you should see. And they haven't played in the UK for a while now, no new music as of yet, but I'm expecting something this year. Um, is the mighty Volbeat, who are an incredible band, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't disagree. Like <laughs> I don't like them. I get why people do like them. And this isn't like, a, I don't think they're terrible musicians or anything like that. I listen to their music. I tried. I don't like it. I find it to be very cheesy at times. Yep. I find it to be a little bit too, I don't even know what the word is, a little bit too cheery and like, I don't know. <laughs> 
I mean, maybe this is the whole, like, I like metal <laughs> shit coming through and all that, but I listen to it. But they I, are a metal band. Well, I don't necessarily mean this. I mean, we spend a lot of time arguing about them, about their thank you song. Oh, or whatever yeah. the hell it's called. We thank you, it isn't really, Yeah, it isn't really that for like, being I I, They're a rock band, and they're an alright rock band. They're a Bon Jovi, to me, kind of band, a big stadium rock band. Okay. And that's why I think they'll probably go, uh, to be fair... I would probably enjoy them at a massive festival on stage yep. with that environment. I can't imagine how the pain of watching somebody like Volby in, I don't know, like a, the Roundhouse or something like that. It would be hellish to me. It's interesting <laughs> you say that. It's because Volby um, are such a huge band in Europe. Yeah. Over here, they've never really taken off because in Europe, they've headlined Rock, Rock AM and Ring and things like that yeah, alongside yeah, yeah. the likes of the big, big guns. Yeah. So in Europe, they're a completely different thing. The UK hasn't really caught on, and I don't think they will. No, it's too many right. albums now. No, we're, we're, we're all still obsessed with only ever watching like three or four bands over here, aren't we? That's it. But we um, yeah, we do have definitely contrasting opinions here. And I, I, you know, I would, I'm glad it's been ages since I listened to that song, by the way. The song <laughs> Brennan is talking about, basically, we have, the difference opinion is I find it generally stunning that Volbeat were brave enough to create a song that was basically thanking their fans and not only made it made it but made it great oh i'm a big fan huge fan of them and it's been years since i've seen them so i would if i was there they'd yeah. be like that's what i'm seeing for sure on friday and i'll probably go and see it and it might even be that because of the style of music it is i'd probably enjoy it just like i enjoyed ghost yeah i was gonna I say done because it's the, it's the right environment for it the time they're going to be on all right it'd be great if they were a bit later i'm gonna have had a few beverages seven maybe ish i think well i'll probably be pissed yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone would be jumping about I'm imagining I'm hoping that a lot of people would turn out for it I, I, I don't know if they're that popular over here or not like you're going to have a big crowd there yeah. or they're all going to be watching Heather's Hit for Heroes or whatever do, do you know what I mean but but like you know I'd probably have a laugh at it <laughs> I think so I wouldn't buy a ticket to download because Volbeat were there okay cool right which brings us to one I think would be an interesting conversation now is uh, we might um, the second from top band and I think deservedly so at this stage, given the yeah, chance. I mean, they're a big band. Um, is Bullet from a Valentine, a UK, a UK band, Welsh band. Yeah. Um, what's your thoughts on what on them or on their position at Download? Everything. The fact that that right. second from top. I really wish I liked Bullet for My Valentine more than I do. Yeah. Because I have no problem with the band at all. I like, I think they work quite hard. I think they they've been around for a while. To be fair to them. Um, I just I don't I don't like them. I think they're overly polished, weak, commercial, fucking nonsense. To be honest, half the time, and I try it a lot. <laughs> and all that every time you say their name to me, maybe it's all tainted by this one track. But every time I hear their name, all I hear is tears don't fall, over and over, like on loop, like oh. like some weird horror movie, you know, where it's just there, like maybe on a child's toy playing, yep. like tears <laughs> don't fall. No, no, and you, I'm just like, please stop it. You are right because that's almost a uh, slight slight digress but like um that's my problem with trivium that i always say that whoa from anthem we are the yeah. fire when and even though it's not fair yeah. on the band it's something that you hate so much you can't help yeah. and tears don't fall bullet for valentine where the, the the metal um almost like the metal record labels baby you were pretty you were sexy here go go do yeah. your tune inside that's it what they did. and that's you probably know? why i don't part of why i don't like them on the video for tears don't fall yeah you know, where they had buckets of water being poured all over their heads to make <laughs> it them, was rain. To make them look lubricated and it's like fuck off mm. and you know i guess that's the that's the the radio play sort of side of, of the rock and metal and we don't necessarily listen to an awful lot of that we don't not but we don't listen to an awful lot of that 
and they're classed as a metalcore band, and they're not metalcore. Metalcore? Well, that's what they're classed as. I mean, they're classed as the, the, the same environment that you're while she sleeps and people are that. No, nah, that's of. silly. That's silly. Because I just you see people as a metal band. I do a rock band. I see them yeah. as a rock band. Hard rock band, yeah. I do think... I, I have no problem with them at all. I, I, there are actual songs here and there that are on albums that I don't mind. And I've been reviewing uh, the couple of singles yep. from their soon... I can't remember exactly when it's coming pretty out. pretty soon, isn't it? It's like the next month or this month or whatever. Mm. So the fact that they're there and their position and they're relevant and they have new music coming out and all that and they're second on the stage, great. Well done, Download, for putting a yep. band excuse me, in that position. Um, I wouldn't want to see them. I'd have no. I'd be. I'd be so terrified. They got any minute when they, they might play that opening strings to Tears Don't Fall while I'm there, and I'd be like, Well, they no. will. That will be what they play because it's it, the fucking maybe festival. Maybe they'll start spraying everyone in the crowd with water, so we're all lubricated. Oh god. See, here's the thing: as I agree, I, everything you've said, I 100 percent agree on. I just can't get on with these guys. I can't, no matter how hard they try. However, this year looks to be their this. I guess their big attempt to push. Now, it's not just being second from top at Downer, but at the end of the year, they're playing, Alexa- headlining Alexandria Palace in yeah. London, one of our biggest venues, and they're bringing Of Mice and Men out with them. Yeah, which is a good move from them <clears> because that will help them sell tickets. It will, honest, yeah. Um, I'm not saying they wouldn't have sold tickets themselves anyway because they would have done, but it's kind of like when we uh, saw, who did we see? While She Sleeps and Architects. The Architects there. Um, a clever move because both bands sell tickets that's right and I think they've done the same thing here I think they said same venue this big venue uh, the way to pack it out is to have two reasonably so- big size yes. bands on there so you get both crowds coming yep. so it's great that they're playing there let's not sugarcoat the fact that if it wasn't for the fact they're bringing a big band like of Mice and Men with them then they would have struggled to fill it that's the truth I it. do wonder yeah I do you wonder know. But they, but they have brought them out and, you know, fair play to them. I hope it goes well for them. I, I, genuinely, it's a weird thing with Bullet for My Valentine because I don't hate them. I don't dislike you them. You want to see them succeed. I, yeah, I'm like, go for it. Why not? You're like that crossover band. Do you know what I mean? You're probably going to pull fans in that listen to you and then go on to heavier stuff and yep. all that. So fair play to you. Just, I'm, I'm just going to avoid you. <laughs> <laughs> that was wicked. I love, I love how you spoke there. It was yeah. fantastic. Which brings us to the headliner, their second... Time another headliner. kind of controversial one, I think. but one yeah. I've never seen live, so I probably would. Oh, I'd probably go and see them. Go see them. Yeah, I'd probably it, go and watch them. Should it, we say who it is? Nope. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> might as well. <laughs> yeah, go on. Avenged Sevenfold. Yes, coming off the back of um, the stage, which uh, I, did I review that? You reviewed it. You liked it. You did a single. I really did a single. I hated it. I don't like the album. Um, I struggle. I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I I like quite a lot of Avenged Sevenfold stuff. I do. Mm. Um, I do like a lot of their older stuff better and I, I, I tend to like their ballady kind of stuff more than I like it when they try and rock it up a little bit because okay. I don't take to his voice very well. No, it he, is. It is. It's um, it's not one that everyone's going to love. That's the truth of it, you know. Mm. Uh, I don't know, I guess. I think it works quite well with the ballads. I think he, he could, when he kind of drops his tone a little oh, bit, it works yeah, quite he... well. But when he tries to shout, it sounds to me... Like a little bit like a cheese grater or something like that. Like he's struggling. It's 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 not. It's Are not. you still a big fan? Now this could take. This is going back quite a few years ago. But you were a big fan of Afterlife, the song Afterlife, right? Do you know I became a big fan of the song Afterlife because I had Guitar Hero, the game. That's right. And um, I just remember on there, used to struggle to find uh, tracks that you could have. Like you know, I'm a metal. I want to play guitar solos. That's with right. Guitar yeah. Hero. I don't want to be playing bloody Oasis or anything like that. And there were a couple of metal tracks on there. One of them being Afterlife. And I think Beast and the Harlot was on there as well. Uh, and then there was also, it's actually, you know, generally, Fair Play Guitar Hero, let's just give them a quick plug back in the day. <laughs> um, 
It was also the first time I experienced children at bottom. Oh, had, yeah, of um, course it was. What did they um, have on it? I can't oh, remember. Oh, fuck. Are oh, you dead yet? Are oh, you dead yet? Yeah. Oh, um, Devil Driver, Clouds Over That's California. right. Fuck yeah. And uh, Through the Fire and the Flames yeah. by Dragon Force, which was a big ending. <laughs> I remember. God, yeah, that's right. But yeah, I mean, there was, and, and Afterlife was one of those songs. And for Guitar Hero, it was a great song because they had a big guitar intro and a massive solo. So I started liking it from that. And then I did check out Avenged Unfold and I didn't like a lot of their stuff, but I did like songs. This might not be the right album, but I like Seas a Day a lot. I still like that song a lot, the Seriously? ballad. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right, yeah. I think that's a really, really nice song. I think his voice sounds great, and, you know, the guitar solos. There's a lot of guitar solos back in the older stuff. There's a lot. Yeah. And I like, I like guitars. That's why I listen to metal, <laughs> you know? So my reason why I kind of, although I'm, I'm not, right, let's get clear. I like the stage. I think it's a good album, but I do not particularly like Avenged Sevenfold. I Like Brendan just said, a lot of the songs, I could go, oh, that was a good song, or that was a decent song. But um, basically, my wife's brother. Yeah. Um, is a big fan of Ren Sevenfold. He even played in the sort of tribute, not a tribute band, but a band that played sort of, they, they played covers. And I remember seeing them sort of do it live and their vocalist was trying to do the songs when he didn't have the range yeah. and shit like that. It's kind of like, it, it affected how I then feel about. I mean, they're, they're the right to be a headliner. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Second time as well now. They're bloody huge, aren't they? Yeah, I think so too. And um, I actually think it kind of worked quite well, Bullet for my Valentine going into them. I think that kind of makes a little bit of sense, to be honest with you. You reckon? I think Volbeat in between would have broken it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, maybe breaking it up. But I suppose, like, yeah, that's why why I think it works because it doesn't break it up. It's like almost not quite seamless, but you know, it'll work. Avenged Sevenfold have got enough of a back catalogue of big, very popular hits to own a headline slot. I mean, they're headlining. Yeah. Not just in the UK, they're headline all, all around. Well, that's the world, what they do. They? Yeah, so, they're, they're they are they're a big band. It's no no denying it, you know. But yeah, so that's Friday of download. That is Friday. Right, so that brings us on to Saturday, which I guess if you're at Download, has, is the big day, basically. You know, normally the biggest headliner. Right. If you're going down there for the day, it's normally a Saturday because, you know, you finish working a Friday, drive down there for Saturday. We'll start again with the Dogtooth stage. And it's... Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a who's who of who. Bit of a struggle on this one. I know a couple of names on it, but I don't think I know them well. Well, the first one, right? The very first band, Death Blues. I read that and I go, "Wait, yeah. ain't that a Mudvayne song?" It is, and it is actually because I looked up the band and uh, it comes up purely about the Mudvayne track. But apparently they're um, an alternative rock, sorry, alternative metal band. Um, don't really know anything about them to be totally honest. No, it's the same. I mean, it's the same with a lot of these bands. I'm just going to pull out the ones that I think. If you if you can pull up one that you think you know, if I if I miss, but basically it's Malavince, which are kind of British hardcore metalcore style band. Um, <clears throat> I know them. Malevolence. Malevolence. Yeah, well done. Yep. And the headliners, Die Art as Murder. Uh, there's one other name on there that I know. Go on. I, I can't. You can't say it, can you? That's the thing. It's shapes. But oh, the shapes a, with the a, v. a, the a isn't it? So. Yeah, I, I know the. Yeah, you're right. Shapers. I, I think they had a new <laughs> album out recently. Yeah, uh, again, yeah, I wouldn't say like I know a lot about them, but because I know their name, I think I know probably know a couple of tracks. It's probably a band I go and have a look at because there's nothing else on. Yeah, it's really that state that for me as well because like I don't think I'd go out of my way to see Thy Art because like the latest album is it's yeah. solid Thy Art, but nothing special. No, nah, I mean it's a comeback album. They changed. Oh yeah, of course. A little bit, haven't they? To the front man. Yeah. Um, it's all right. Like, you know, it's one of those things, isn't it? I guess it depends what you're after. If we're there and you're after a bit of metal, you know gonna go and see them because you might 
not have anything else to see. That's it. It's really, really kind of about that. So the second stage, we have the same problem with the second stage. Yeah, this is actually probably worse for me, to be honest, because yeah, I'm struggling with... Well, I'm going to be straight up. There ain't a single band I want to see. Or that I would be in, would go out of my way to see. No. Like even Curiosity. Like there's the likes of Roller Tomasi um, and yeah. Neck Deep, who I know, but I'm not particularly interested in any of them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's probably a stage I'd be avoiding, to be honest. I don't, I don't know any of them well enough to want to go and see them. Be there if nothing else was on. Yeah. Walk past. Oh, that sounds heavy. Might stay. That's, that's yeah, about man. it, really. It really is... It's oh, yeah. It's not. It's not a great looking stage. I mean, it's a lot of it is because we don't know them. Yeah. Obviously, like you're like, oh my god, but this band and that band. If you're like, oh Mayday Parade or the main, the main. Are you fucking kidding me? That's your band type name, the main. The fuck. I like. I know. Like the band, random band generator, is a bit of a struggle now with who we've got. But the yeah. main. I mean, if that's not a Stephen King reference, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> um, looking at some of the others as well, like the, the WTSR Worcester. WSTR? I don't know who they are. No, no idea. <sighs> no idea. So, shame on us. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, which brings us then straight to the second stage. Let's just get into the second stage where things finally start. You know, you know. I think there's a few here that would be an intriguing, intriguing uh, watch, as it were. And one of them I think you know better than I do, which is Power Flow. Yeah, I quite like Power Flow. I like their album. Very much like their album they came out. They're a mixture of, um, I think it's an uh, ex-Cypress Hill rapper. Mm-hmm. And uh, is it Biohazard? There might be some Biohazard members in there. Christian Old Walders uh-huh. is there. So, yeah, oh, X-Fear Factory. Yeah, yeah, so it's a bit of like, a, I guess it's a bit of a super group to a degree. <laughs> um, I, I don't want to say super group, but leftovers, man. Yeah, like, yeah, but I mean... Yeah. I hear Christian Old Walders and I think Leftover Man. Do you, know, do you know what they are? I remember when Power Flow kind of came into existence, right? And this is the way I remember them. What's the other group that come out around the same time that had uh, Rage Against the Machine members? And um, Audio Slave? No, 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 no. It was <coughs> like Zilanada supported them, Brixton Academy. Oh, um, fuck, we covered them. And yeah. they were, well, oh, fuck, I know what you mean. Um, yeah, whoever they were. The, the combination of Cypress Hill, X Rage Against Machine. Yeah, so like, they're kind of, the two two kind of bands almost formed out of this whole Oh, is that, that how we said Power Flow are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, the album that I covered, that was their debut. Um, but <laughs> basically, when you look at them, Power Flow were like the good bit that got cut off. Oh, really? <laughs> to the other bit, which I find to be pretty much tripe. Power Flow, there's like some really heavy music, the biohazard aspect and the Fear Factory aspect of it. You know, it's some proper heavy music. There are heavy vocals into it and then the occasional Cypress Hill sort of spat rap over the top of it as well. Never it's, even listened to a track. No, it's, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty cool stuff. It's very new, new metal. You know, if it had come back out, like Limp Bizkit would have, would have never have made it. it oh, would, <laughs> that, okay. You know I mean? But uh, yeah, no, it's cool. It's pretty cool. I like it. I, I, I'd definitely go and see that. I'd be all over it. What about the Von Hertzen brothers? Now, the Von Hertzen brothers, I'm a bit surprised by this one because there is one other festival they're playing and it's why I'm... I don't think I'd be going to see the download. Yeah, they're at Ramblin' Man in Maidstone. Oh, see, that that, that would probably mean you'd check them out there, really, because Ramblin' Man's about checking out bands more than actually anything else. They're a chart-topping Finnish trio. I mean, if they're playing at Ramblin' Man, this is not a metal band. No. It'll be like a rock proggy potentially you know that sort of thing does it say what stage they're on uh it does prog in the park so stage. they're prog then yeah yeah so there's a bit of prog <laughs> you know 
not not anti frog, so who knows? Maybe they, maybe if there was nothing else on, you might try and catch it, but it wouldn't be something you go out of your way for, would it? Is it? No, but you just reminded me near the time as well. We will do a special on Rambler Man and go through everything they've got because it's yeah. an interesting festival, and well, it's it, local. It, it's to very us. local to us, yeah. And we have been. We have been. We were there last year. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. I had a good time with yeah. uh, Ginger, Ginger White and Snake, Wild Hearts, uh, White Snake, Finn Lizzy, Europe. That's it. Europe, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. See if we can get on with our old goddamn rock yeah, music. See, if but, enough booze is in us and the weather's yeah. good, yeah, and the weather was good. Yeah, <laughs> Lawnmower Death. Now I do know these boys. Yeah, I know these as well. But yep, I, solid. But yeah. again, I mean, I'm not a huge fan. I'm not even a big fan. You know, uh, if nothing else was on, I'd go see them. But I would probably go out of my way to see the next one, which is Corrosion yeah. of Conformity. Who, since returning with Pepper as their vocalist, I caught them at the Electric Ballroom at their own show, and they were brilliant. Then I caught him at uh, Bloodstock two years ago. I think it was. Was it? No, it wasn't last year because you were there, and you would have seen him then. No, two, uh, yeah, I two years ago when he lost yeah. all the equipment and made and had a you know did basically had to do the hell thing from last year. So it was like one band guard, every fucking guardian year. Thing, wasn't it? Yes, it, yeah, it was Blind Guardian. So it was like one band every year at Bloodstock suffers that. That's why Bloodstock makes so much money. But yeah, Corrosion Conformity, um, big fan of yeah, much no, be cool. all their music. Um, yeah, be happy to see that. And for some reason, I'm a huge fan of just Pepper Keening in speci- like specifically. No, it's because he's a good looking man. That's what it is. Mm. Sexually attracted to him. Very Tomorrow. Again, I think I'd be intrigued to see them if yeah. I was there. A bit of metalcore. Yep, it's straightforward on that front. Yeah. No. L7. Now, I've heard the name, yeah. but I wouldn't be able even to tell you what sort of genre no, they don't. are. It's For some reason, I, I start thinking like punk. I don't know how right that is. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know them, so I have just done a little uh, little look on here. And there's, um, on Google. L7's signature sound of a heavy, catchy mixture of punk, metal, noise, and pop. Okay, that's quite Which apparently helped why? usher in the era of grunge. So yeah, Are they, so they're old then. Uh, yeah, it seems that way. Yeah, nineteen eighty-five. They were sorry. They were active from nineteen eighty-five to two thousand and one, and reunited in two thousand and fourteen. Oh wow! So okay, that might make sense then why they're fairly yeah so up high. Okay, then we got a- asking Alexandria, and yeah, again I'm, one of the worst bands to be put on the weekend. I'm not, I'm not like interested in that in any way whatsoever. Strangely enough, I'll probably. If they could have just chucked them on with you, me at six and hell is for heroes. I could have just avoided that stage altogether. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stick them on on one yeah. and then done. Which brings us to arguably one of the most controversial bands of the weekend, slowly rising up the ranks of their I'm download su- I'm position. I'm surprised that these are lower down. I-, I thought they were already big enough to be not maybe headlining, you know what I mean, but like kind of second or third on the main stage. But I think, I think fortunately, I think they've taken some steps back in uh, since they last appeared Download. There was got, the issue with Download. They got too old for all the nonsense. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Controversy, sorry. Um, well, obviously with Baby Metal headline Download, it happened, uh, not headline, sorry, we're on the main stage at Download. Yeah, this it, is Baby Metal, sorry. Other than when you mentioned L, we didn't actually mention who they were. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah, Baby Metal. Baby Metal. Yeah, so they, um, they, they did a main stage either last year or the year before and it was during when Dan- Download got suddenly hit what it insane torrential downpour that stopped pretty much all the bands having oh, to right, play okay. um, so Baby Metal were like really late on and there was an issue about the stage and stuff like that and basically I think they didn't have it I don't think it was set up well for them I don't think it was a good showing so I think this might be like maybe to make up for it. it's why they've got second from top on the second stage I'm sure they'll go down a tree in a festival environment they would are you see mate. them would I see them um I wouldn't go. I wouldn't want to particularly because I don't like any of their music. But it's one of those things where I guess 
it's a phenomenon, isn't it? Yep. If there wasn't, if there was a band on that I wanted to see elsewhere, I'd happily miss it. Yep. If there wasn't, I'd go and see what all the fuss is about because there is a fuss. <laughs> to be honest with you, I said that you know they they're they're a Marmite band, aren't they? You know, there's no like medium with these guys. You're either a huge fan or you don't get the whole thing. Yeah. I don't get it. I remember hating Lincoln Park when they came out because of the rumours of them being a manufactured band. Mm-hmm. And now we're all like pro-manufactured band as long as it's baby metal and they dress up in cutesy fucking outfits. You know, this is a, this to me it represents everything that is not meant to be in metal. Yep. You know, they are hand-picked people. Yep. They will at some point become probably too old for it and be traded out for younger models while the band who are talented because some of the music's pretty cool, new metal but pretty cool, will be hidden behind a curtain in the background. Right. You just said what drives me the most crazy about baby fucking metal and you've just said it which is about this backing band. Now... I hear a ma- one of the arguments I hear about Baby Metal is well, you know, you know, the, the singing might be a bit much, or you know, might be a bit pop based, but that band in the background, they're playing some metal tunes and stuff like that. And I listen to it, and I'm like, yeah, they're heavy, but they're doing nothing that I haven't heard before or yeah, yeah. will again either. But they're and, still the band. Yeah, but I don't give a shit because they're not the band. The band is the front one, front girl or teenage girl and the two younger ones. Right. That's baby metal. But then that's what's... Then, 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 then they shouldn't even... They're exist. front and centre doing their choreographed moves. Now, I am not a fan and I have given baby metal a lot of time and I will continue. I will continue with the new album and I will listen to it and I will hope that I get it. And my issue is, as I keep kind of explaining when I talk about them online on the site and stuff, isn't that I think they're shit or they're not metal or they're not this, whatever, because they're a fucking metal band. Simple as that. Is that I can't stand the vocals. Yeah. It's simple. They not just annoy me, they grate on my ears. It's the two little two younger girls are so high pitched that I find it like nails on a chalkboard. And the main singer, while she has a good voice, to me again, nothing that I haven't heard from Nightwish with Home Temptation and all that like, except without that power and range. Yeah, I just I just don't get it. I mean, I'm, you know, I don't want to sound like that, like what I'm sounding like, which is this old fashioned boring it's not metal sort of guy but I thought this is what we we don't like the manufactured sort of thing yep this is pop music with a heavy backing well here's the um, thing is um, I'll be I wouldn't go see them even if there was nothing else on that I liked I'd I'd go to one of the smaller stages and just watch something because I think the only way I'm not I'm against the whole when people are oh I don't like this band but I can't involve the move because I want to see the next one just Nothing, uh, nothing sends a message better than no one being there I'm to see you live. Going, like, get in the pit. <laughs> then, like, but when you do chocolate, you'll be right in there. Is that like a song then? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's called Chocolate. Give me chocolate. For fuck's sake, they came along and they demonised, bastardised our devil horns. Yes. And turned it into a fox, fox symbol. symbol. I cannot think of anything that would sicken me more than being in the crowd and watching potentially 10, 15, 20, 30,000 people doing that symbol back at them instead of the devil horns. Well, what has happened? Uh, it, wrestling fans will notice as well is that Fox symbol is a rip-off of something from wrestling that has been going since the 80s. And it is the too sweet symbol where you do the exact same thing and you kiss your fingers. Okay. And the click were doing it back in the day. The Bullet Club have been doing it for a long time in Japan. They It's nothing special, baby right. metal. They've taken it from something else. It's too sweet, bro. Damn and, them. You know, that's what you do. You do that and the other person does that and you kiss your fingers. That's what it is. So people are like, oh, you know, it's nothing. They've just ripped it off somewhere else yeah. as well. Which brings us to the headliners of the second stage. This is a band I would definitely be going to say. Yes, I was about to say I would be very, very up for this one. And it is Parkway Drive. New album out now. Yep. Reverence. Uh, man, I'm, 
up until this new album, I would never have classed myself as a fan of Parkway Drive. Okay, cool. Um, I wouldn't wouldn't have said I wasn't a fan. I just didn't really. I guess I didn't know enough. Not enough on your radar. I love Parkway Drive. I'd be like, yeah, they're right. Now, listening and reviewing the singles so far, I like. I'm honestly, they're they're like my go-to band at the moment. Yeah, really. The 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 latest single that came out, Prey, uh, P R E Y. Oh yes, yeah. A Y is one of the best songs I've heard this year so far. I love it. I fucking love it. I think it's brilliant. I think Wishing Wells, which came out first, is so dark and sinister and heavy. Yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm, I'm big into this album. You're big into I'm it. big into this album, man. I am. This is like yeah. This is this band. They're not the sort of thing you buy. I'm not gonna buy a ticket to download to go and see them. But I'm praying that they do some shows. I want to go and see Rever. I want to see the album Reverence right. play. I think that's how good it is so far. I've only heard three singles from it and I will, you know, I'll be listening to the rest of the album and reviewing it in the next couple of days. Well, you will be, re- you will have reviewed it by the time this goes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, there you go, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. this is, we're talking like Forget in that. the future, yeah. but it's the past. As always, the problem when you're sort of recording a podcast that's planned to go up in a few weeks time rather than... But I think, I think their music will take well to a stage. I think they deserve a headline slot. Fair play to them. Yep. I think um, it's a weird to go baby metal to them. But fair enough. Um, yeah, I just think, I think it'd be a cracking show. Well, imagine how mad you'd it. be if it was the other way around and Parkway Drive were under oh, yeah, Baby Metal. Yeah. No, I'd, 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 yeah, that'd be worth sabotage, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Which, go and see it. I mean, genuinely, if you are, download. Go and see it. And if they play the song Prey, well, you're, you're blessed. One of the best songs of the year, yeah? Yeah, it's one of the best songs of the year. I think it's fantastic. It's, it's clever, it's progressive, it's heavy. But it's not just heaviness for the sake of heaviness. It's intelligent as fuck. It's... You listen to it and you're just like, little things happen throughout the course of something, little structural changes and you're like, this is fucking awesome. And every time you think you're there and you've got it on, you've got the pattern, it's like, it just tweaks a little bit and it's like, yeah, this is brilliant. I love it. Aren't you both frightened and kind of, I guess, excited about it? Basically, because obviously this podcast has just started this year. We've never done them before, but come end of the year, come December-ish time, we will sit down and we'll be going through what will probably be, I reckon, the top 50 yeah. um, of albums and songs top, and stuff like that. Probably four or 5,000. It probably will be a split into like uh, albums and songs and specific things and stuff like that, that we're going to... It's only fucking May. And like I said, you, you, I'm sure Parkway Drives um, Prey isn't just the only one that like, you're like, nah, oh nah, shit, nah, this could be not. a real contender. But this is the thing, and this is like, the thing we've been... You know, we are at heart music fans. Yes. Not music journalists or anything like that. We're music fans. And I am very aware that Prey today is my favourite song in the world. And as far as I'm concerned today, no band in the history of metal ever has made a song as good as Prey. Metallica, Machine yeah. anybody, right? I'm also aware that in two weeks' time, some other song may be on the same album. Uh, or some other band will release an album, and I will think that's so much better than all the other songs, including Prey. I'm also aware that two weeks ago, I, or maybe a month ago, I thought that about bastards oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah of course yeah it's what you do as a fan do you know what i mean you get stuck on this one and i'll listen to it oh you know i'm wearing i know you're right you can't actually wear a song out when it's when it's on a streaming service but i am i am hopefully earning these guys some wedge yeah yeah, yeah just like playing this song a lot <laughs> no no i agree with you on that front it's like um right so this is being recorded on the 4th of may so today i sat down at may home the, may the fourth be with you yes um i sat down at home and i put an album on that i had been sent i was like right um i've let these guys hang too long the album's out already it's by a band called la home absurd uh, a russian band i know you, I, I was like i read, I read mm. it was like presumably that's french not for russia um massive shout out to russia at the moment they're producing some fucking quality quality metal that's right they're russia. probably listening to you through my connect so 
<laughs> Massive shout out, Russia. Yeah, it just, it's producing um, great metal. Um, and I, so I sit down and listen to it. I'm like, okay, well, they describe themselves as post-black metal, which is a genre that is all right up my street. And they also said influenced by hardcore metal. I'm like, okay, cool. I like both styles and so on. And the album ended up getting 10 out of 10. And one of the songs particularly, I was like, okay, fucking like that yeah. that's a contender for song of the year but I know I've written those exact same words yeah. for 20 other songs because that's just how it works it's like each time it's in a moment and as Brennan said right he said we're not music journalists and it, I, I kind of smiled and laughed because I will never be able to think of myself that way even though I'm sitting down with bands to interview yeah, and yeah. reviewing albums every day and all that because I'm a music fan and I want every album that comes my way nothing annoys me more than just being run of the mill actually where I almost forget it. I'm like, okay, it was all right, seven, eight yeah, out of yeah, ten. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's good, it's good, it's very good, in fact, but I'm not going to remember, you know, like, you know, I'd rather, I guess, I wouldn't say I'd rather you be shit, because obviously that's not what you want. But yeah, like, I totally get the whole Parkway Drive feel on that from where it's like, yeah, right now, but in a month's time, you, you, what you, else is next? I know, before reviewing the album, that this album is special, because I didn't just have this with Prey. I had it with the first single, Wishing Wells, when it came out. Yep. I thought it was the best song I'd ever heard. And I was listening <laughs> to it ever. And then the second single, which was called uh, The Void. I think it was called The Void. Uh, I think I, you're right, yeah. I had it with that as well. And I was just like, that's been so better than Wishing Wells. What the fuck? Yeah, that's... This band are becoming like my, one of my, you know, I'm going to have to check. I'm, gonna, I'm hoping that I'm going to listen to this album and love it so much. I'm going to go back to the back catalogue and I'm going to, do you know what I mean? And I'm going to become like this huge pathway drive fan. I'm going to go to Australia. I'm going to get a big fucking knife. <laughs> you know, I'm going to like stalk them. <laughs> but I'm also aware that someone else released an album probably to, well, you know, maybe I've already got it like ready, like whether it's East Island or something <coughs> like that. And they'll be like, oh my God, this is the best yeah. thing ever. It's really, but that's great. That, it's great when you get that feeling from a band still, man. I love that. And Partway Drive did it, so go Good and on check them, them out. Mate. Good on them, yeah. So that brings us to the main stage on the Saturday, and um, this one is an interesting one because yeah. effectively for me, it's all about one band, well, probably for you as well. It's about one band. Yeah, I mean, there's, you know, there's probably two bands I'd happily check out on there, but it's one Go band. on then, what's the one. second band? I'll probably go and check out Thunder. See, I don't get the whole Thunder thing. Like, I've never seen them, that's all. That's oh, all okay. Why would, you know, if I was there, why wouldn't I just go and check them out? I mean, what? yeah, you're right. I'd check him out if there was nothing else I on, but I don't really care for them. It's just no. not really on my radar. I just, I it's think they're these. Yeah, well, you, you already know who it's going to be before I say it, but I, well, I before we get to them, um, right? So, Pink Slips, Whiskey Myers, Monster Truck, The Struts, and The Temperance Movement are all the bands without their own font. Yeah. So they're the bands that are on before the top three. Isn't that just the lineup of like, huh? What? Now yeah. I know I've heard of Monster Truck, and that's it. But like, oh, and the temperance movement name rings a bell. But like, yeah, see, weird, where, where right? The names don't even ring a bell for me on that. I, I, I can honestly say I don't know any of those bands. I don't think anyway. Yeah, and that's the main stage of download. So that's a bit of an odd one. And that's, then we hit Thunder. And then we hit the second from Top Band, who are a download favourite. For some reason, this band are popular. I will yeah. never understand why, because every time I listen to them, I'm like, is that all you've got? And it's Blackstone Cherry. Yeah. I just, I generally cannot understand the popularity of this band. No, I don't get it either. That's what I was going to say a few minutes ago. I mean, it's, it's just, I, I know quite a lot of their music. You know, it's not, mm. this isn't a case of like not trying the band out. I think they're terrible. I think they're terrible. It's not my sort of music at all. Second from top. No. Supporting the big one. Yeah. The, the download ticket seller, Guns N' Roses. Yep. Yeah. So we'll, bo- well, we'll, bo- we'll both be strapped about it. 
if we were there, we'd be seeing this band. Oh, of course you would. Anyone who's there is there. I mean, genuinely, I hope that they don't clash with anybody else because I can't imagine that anybody at Download is not planning to watch Guns N' Roses. Yeah, this will be I everybody. Mean, really, this will be everybody. Even if you're not a fan, you, you, you've got to go and see Guns N' Roses, haven't you? Yeah, because if you're like, chances are you, if you did get to their shows that they did in the country last year and you were mad enough to pay the crazy amount of money, yeah. the greedy bastards. Oh, I got reminded today as well, Brendan wrote a wicked article about that. I was posting something. No, it was in the related. I was looking at your Guns N' Roses single review and it was in the related content at the bottom. I was like, oh, oh yeah, right. you wrote that. We read it. I was like, yes, still stands. Yeah. And it stands particularly because of certain other bands this year who have followed suit doing stupid stuff. Um, you know, if you didn't get a chance to see them, well, now's your fucking chance. For the 110, 100, 100 pound, 110 with fees price you that's half the fucking yeah. or like I mean, it's a it's a great hookup by download to be honest because i i mean i, mean, I even spoke to you about it but i was genuinely considering buying a day yep. ticket because it was like well just why wouldn't i go i can go and see guns and roses for less than i would have seen them at other places and i can catch some of these other bands too. yeah if i'd have known parkway driver there i probably would have bought it to be honest <laughs> still but, still possible no nah, it's not you know, the problem with download for me as well is that the timing of it like it's too early in the year man yeah like, it, it's... it comes too quick Still fucking winter in England. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, <laughs> you get you would get like I mean? brief blasts of hot weather and then it's fucking freezing yeah. again, you know. But yeah, I mean, so yeah, you can check it out. I mean, you know what you're gonna get with a minute. You're not gonna get a debut of a new song. Um, you're gonna get what 10, 12, 14 classics that everyone's gonna have a laugh to. You're gonna be quite tanked up by then, I would imagine. I'd imagine so. Yeah, you know, you're gonna be looking forward to it. You're gonna get songs that you probably don't care so much about hearing anymore, like Sweet Child of Mine and stuff like that, but outside of that, you're going to hopefully get, I don't know, Knocking on Heaven's Door and Civil War and stuff like that. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be fun, wouldn't it? It'd I think fun. exactly that. I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be cool. Um, a bucket list band if you want and so on. Um, I don't think it's got any, like I said, there's no longevity in it. And at the end of it, I won't, like, I won't, I don't, th- I don't, I don't think, I don't think a week later I'll be like, oh, that was the best thing ever. Do you know what I mean? I no, think I'll be but, like, oh, I've seen Guns N' Roses. Woo. Yeah, you know? that, yeah. Yeah, I'd like to be able to say that. But the good thing about them is, is that they're not going anywhere. So, mm. they the, the, did this um, Not In My Lifetime tour that like will last for a while and it looks quite likely that they're probably going to be announcing a tour for the remastered Appetite for Destruction with the original lineup from Appetite for Destruction. Right, but when you say that though, why would you go now over last time? Because the ticket price is not changed. No, that's the thing. I'm not saying that I would go now mm. over last time. I'm just saying that there are still opportunities to catch them. True. It's if, not like uh, this. It's now or never. You know, I think there'll be plenty more. Agreed. Yeah, it's not now. Yeah, that's exactly you know well well put. It's not now or never. Yeah. You're 100 percent right. There will be th- plenty more opportunities. Yeah. If it was now or never, and you felt that, and you genuinely, you know, Axel's lost a bit of weight, so the heart attack risk has gone down. <laughs> you know, him and Slash even cuddle occasionally now. Like, they just look like they're in an alright place. I don't think we'll ever get any new music from them. And I think if we ever did, I'll think it would probably be a bad thing. Because mm-hmm. I don't think that magic is going to be there anymore. It's over time. You know? Yeah. Um, let's be honest about it. There's three good albums <laughs> you know maybe you might stretch the three and then half an album or I, I was over. I was about to say isn't it more like two and a half because like nah, I, I think you can buy Music Illusion one and two and get a good album not nah, great I'm, albums in themselves no nah, they are they are no 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 <laughs> but then I really like um, Lies the EP yeah because you know so like how do you yeah that's oh, an interesting one uh, did you but talking it, of which have you ever even to this day have you listened to Chinese Democracy nah same here it doesn't exist 
I, I, it's not real. I, I keep. Going, I don't know if you're not aware of this. It's a myth. I keep going to myself. Oh yeah, when I remember. Oh yeah, I, I should listen to it just so mm. I can say I, I like so I can hear it and see if it's bad There's or good. Not, whatever. I've never heard anything said about it that makes me think it will be a good idea to listen to it. I think it would tarnish otherwise positive memories of the past. Do you do you think they play it any of it live? No, I can't imagine they do either. No. <laughs> I don't think Slash would allow it. Well, why would you? Yeah, because it's not. It's that's. It's not this Guns N' Roses. No. But yeah, so that's your Saturday. But then interestingly, um, I, something that I wasn't massively aware of, but I kind of knew, but I didn't really remember it until I researched some stuff for the single review, was that um, if they are going to tour Appetite for Destruction with the original lineup, as far as I'm aware, Slash wasn't in the band. It was a female guitarist called Tracy Guns. And it was Tracy Guns and Axl Rose that became Guns and Roses. It was their band. Uh, this is totally news to me. Which I wasn't. I, I kind of when when you say the Tracy Guns bit, I'm like, there's something in that that rings a bell. But it was only when I researched it, and the the um, box sets and everything that are coming out are all full of demos and stuff like that. And all the demo recordings are with Tracy Guns as guitarist, lead guitarist, no Slash. So. Uh, that's totally news to me, but, but wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't it be like a, an original appetite for destruction lineup, which would be yeah, but your Stephen Adler's, your um, Slash? Yeah, may, may, maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I misunderstood it, but because they're all demos, and appetite for destruction was their debut. That means Tracy Guns was there as the guitarist recording as Guns and Roses when they were recording their debut. I don't know enough about I, I don't no. know enough about their history. Um, as I didn't grow up with as a Guns N' Roses fan, I knew Guns N' Roses songs from what you saw on TV. Yeah. But it, you know, it's probably yeah, it's not the right podcast for it. But the only thing I keep coming back to is like if she was the only person in the band with the surname Guns, and Axel was the front man with the surname Roses. It does. It makes her sound like she was pretty key in that band for the name to become Guns Roses. Yeah, yeah, you are but right. I could be completely wrong, and it was nothing to do with their names. It was maybe to do with like their favorite brand of chocolate or something. Who knows? So there we go. I guess the two major bands were saying be there for Saturday for was Parkway Drive and Guns N' Roses, basically. Yeah, absolutely. everything else is just a checkout. Yep, agreed. All right, that brings us to Sunday, the last day of download, and no doubt many tired and hungover people who are not going to come out and see Koyoi, Koyoi, Ko Koyoi. Koyo. Why am I reading that as your... You, I don't know. Koyo? Yeah. Koyo. Or Sun Arcania, The Hyena Kill, No Hot Ashes, Mike Gray, Wayward Sons, who I've heard of, All Them Another Witches. Another Rambling Man Band. Wayward Sons. Huh? Another Rambling Man Band. Oh, I don't know. I wonder really. if a few of these guys are using Rambling Man. No, they can't be using that at the warm-up because it comes afterwards. Yeah, they? yeah, it's July. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, in, on the using download as a warm up for the rambling man in Maystone. The 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 there are some things like we're not just going to dismiss the Doctive stage because basically your main two bands, your second to last and last band, mm. the Doctive stage, um, are both bands that I would recommend and bands Absolutely. that I would want to see. Yeah. Um, we'll go with we'll start with the obvious one, Zeal and Ardor. Yeah. Um, who and if this is an attempt, they go perfect for it. Uh, by this point as well, the new album, the new album will be out before, yeah, before download is actually actually a thing. The new album will be out, I believe. Yeah. So, and we probably will have a third single in between. I would imagine so. Yeah. Yeah. So, it seems to be the thing for bands now, isn't it? A single a week, mm. basically, up until the album comes out. And yeah, so Zilanado, um, obviously, yeah, highly recommended band live. I mean, I think they're 
We well, well, love them, didn't you? See them. We're going to go and see them again, aren't we? In a month or two's time. Fourth of June. Yeah. So before download. So yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, yeah. It's great. It's great. It's a great experience. Great fun. Yeah. Um, I'm. In, I'm not seeing them live. That wasn't at that show. Um, I'm interested to see them. I am interested to see them live. Uh, the two songs at this point we've heard of the album. The first one I liked. The second one, I was. Yeah. I read Brendan's review before I read it and went. All right, well, let me see what I think. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. what the fuck? It was heavy as fuck, wasn't it? It, it just took me by surprise. It was just like, okay. Yeah, it's called Waste. And it, 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 that and Gravedigger, wasn't it? Gravedigger. Gravedigger's Chant. Yeah, Gravedigger's Chant. It's like, they're not, I wouldn't say they're like poles apart. No, no, but, but they're, 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 they are quite far apart. But it does start making me wonder, is this, is this going, like, are we now, well, I would expect the next single to be... I'm not saying a sacrilegium style, but no, I think I'd... one that's got to be a little bit more appealing to the mainstream. I don't know. I don't know. They're, they're quite hard to judge and where they're going to go with things. Um, oh, yeah. I, I think Waste was quite yeah. telling for the band and for the fans, I hope, as well, because I think that is what they are partly. I mean, a lot of people were like confused about whether they're rock slash electronica or rock slash black metal yeah and I think they themselves like when you see them live you'll see it as well they are heavier live than they are on the albums even the songs that don't sound so heavy sound heavier live I think they are moving more towards the black metal thing I'd be surprised to see any sort of sacrilegium on Stranger Fruit. Do you think um, then Gravedigger's <clears throat> Chant was like a, a stepping stone almost to ease people in? I, I think you'll find more stuff like Gravedigger's Chant and more stuff like Waste. I okay. think that's what you'll see. I think what they are are still planning to operate in this, what do they call it, like gang vocal, gang, sorry, chain gang kind of slave vocal yeah, yeah. environment with the mix of black metal. I think the fact that Waste came out shows that they're going to also delve deeper into black metal because waste is you're going to struggle don't get me wrong there's an undercurrent of zeal and ardor to it but it is a straight up furious ferocious black metal track yeah yeah it still sounds like zeal and ardor but yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very there's fucking no, like, heavy oh it's a mix of this and that and that and that it's like no 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 this is like it's like a blast that's, that's what it, it is it is those um, it was great those, those... it was really surprising like for me when I reviewed it and I was like like you I was like oh yeah, yeah, what's happening here? I am. Um, I like this. I was at work at freaking one of my worst stations, the most hellish stations I could work at, and I like what I tend to do there is once I've had enough and people are driving me nuts enough, I'm like, well, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna go hide in the bog for ten minutes and like I mean, and so on. I went in there and I put it on, and I'm like, I'm sitting there on a on a bog going, what? Yeah, <laughs> like what? <laughs> just check if I press play on the right track. Yeah, yeah, it almost was. Was like, did I accidentally put on fucking Emperor back in the day or something like that? I, the only thing I would say, not that I want to, I don't want to take anything away from them, and I am very optimistic about the new stuff. Um, when Devil Is Fine was released, the first single was the song Devil Is Fine, which is quite similar to Gravedigger's Chant in yep. the style. Yep. The second song released as a single with Devil Is Fine was Come On Down, yep. which was much more black metal, mm-hmm. which is like waste. And then when the album came out, yeah, we got we it got... didn't always go like the singles kind of led. So at the moment, you know, it's almost like a replica in that we got Gravedigger's Chant, yeah, we got Waste. What's the album going to be like? Yeah, it's so there is a little bit of me that still goes like, oh, could they, could it come out then and there still be these, you know, could there be a sacrilege, literally sacrilege in four, five, and six? Yeah, it, it could be a thing that they plan to do on every, every album. That's the thing. Is it's like more difficult for him now though. 
because now they are a full band. Yes. And that means that when he was when Devil is Fine was done, it was just him. Uh, obviously, when they toured, they had a touring band, but it was just him. So he filled an album out with his wild and wacky thoughts. But now they're doing it sitting in a studio. Yes. With so you- a bassist and a lead guitarist. And why would there be a sacrilegium now? Do you know what I mean? They don't necessarily need to fill an album. And I... I I have no evidence of this whatsoever. This is purely me making up my own stories here. <laughs> I firmly believe Devil Is Fine was a perfect EP and the record label or whatever wanted an album to be pushed out and they pushed an album out and for him to fill an album he had to do some other stuff on it and he didn't have it. And that's why we ended up with these three sacrilegiums. Now that's fair. I can go There's with no that. evidence to that. But that's what I think. Prophets of Rage. That's it. I yeah. just remember because Leonardo was supporting them. So Prophets of Rage or Power Flow, two bands <laughs> split off, formed two new bands. Power Flow, a good band. <laughs> Prophets of Rage, <laughs> Prophets not Rage, so good. Yeah, pretty sucky. Right. So the headliners of the Dog Tooth stage, the last band on that stage for the weekend, is a band that I think are brilliant. I think they're brilliant, and it's Baroness. Do you know much of Baroness? Much no, but enough. Mm. Yeah, that I would go and see Baroness. Yeah, I think they're one of the more fascinating bands out there. Very intrigued, very talented. I mm. think they're worthy of that slot. Probably should be be in a better position, but they're there, so make sure you check them out. Which yeah. brings us to the third stage, the Avalanche stage. Um, and this is, fuck me, is this a stage where even the band I really like, I wouldn't go out of my way to see just because I've seen them a lot. Um, There's a couple on here, isn't there? couple on there well yeah but not like anything like no, that no, so no, we've no. got Dream State do you know them I don't know Dream State Eka Vandal never heard of them Puppy I know heard of heard of yeah heard of but it's pop punk right okay I don't want to see them um, Bad Cop Bad Cop oh no sorry Puppy aren't pop, um, pop punk Milk Teeth are Puppy right. are just a sort of metal band right, Milk okay. Teeth are pop punk now I mean I, I've i seen Milk Teeth support Creeper and they don't do yeah, much for me right okay um, I think that's where I, re- I recognise the name from. Yeah, from yeah. Site, so. Black Foxes. With two X's. Yes. Um, Very cool. Jamie Lenman. Yeah, uh, again, no idea who he or they are. And, and if they are they, why it's only his name. And then the next one, just like, are you fucking kidding me, these idiots? And I'm going to mm-hmm. not even pull any punches. It's fucking A. Are you kidding me? In 2018, who the fuck <laughs> wants to see A? Who, I mean, I get it. It's all nostalgia fun. Let's go sing. Don't want no job in Starbucks. But really? Third from top on yeah. this stage. Ah, uh, I can't. I, I never liked A back in the day. Give me some. Uh, well, fuck that band. <laughs> fuck that band. Uh, yeah, I don't like them. <laughs> you, know, you already know. Before you even talk about them, they're not my music. Yeah. They're not uh, my thing whatsoever. Unbelievably stupid band. And um, their entire hit is that don't you know I can't remember what an actual track name is, but that don't want no job in Starbucks fucking tune it was played so much on like Kerrang back in the day, probably still probably still today. And then second from top is the mighty Less Than Jake, a band I'm a huge fan of. Well, I mean you know I, it's not like oh, I said I wouldn't go out of my way to see them, but it's kind of like it's just mainly because I've seen them a lot. And if there was something else on that I hadn't seen and I was interested in, I'd probably choose them over Less Than Jake. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it depends. Less than Jake depends on the environment for me because I'm not a huge fan, but I did see them with you and I enjoyed it. Mm. Um, you know, a, 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 a big, a small crowd pissing down rain, something like that, it's not going to really work for me. No, you know no, I agree. Mean? Like, it's just the environment, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, if it's the right weather and everyone's having the right time and you've had a few drinks and that and you've got nothing else to watch, I think, yeah, you go there and you'll have a good time. 
That brings us to the headliners then of the third stage. Yeah, Another okay. band I can't stand. I was going to get monkeys about some of these bands. Generally, yeah. the Hives. Yeah, the Hives. Still about, apparently. Fair enough for anyone who likes them, but not my cup of tea. But things do get better and probably the best stage, I think, for us on a Sunday. I think with the uh, mix of bands we've got. Yeah, on the Sunday, yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. So, I mean, Starcrawler and Greta Van Fleet, uh, I don't know either of them. No, Starcrawler sounds cool, though. Sounds like a Transformer. I can't see that, just in case it was one. Mm-hmm. Probably then, not, though. But then we got a few in a row that are like, oh, okay. Yeah. And we've got... Um, probably, yeah, Almost all of them, really. I'd probably be happy to like just hang here for a while, to be honest. Yeah, I was going to say, we've got Turbo Negro, yeah. who are wicked... Uh, Dead Cross, Dead you're Cross. a huge fan of. I think it, well, it's, Mike, it's Mike Patton, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's Mike Patton, it's uh, Dave Lombardo, he is a proper super group. Yeah. And it's bonkers and wacky and heavy. And, you know, I'm like, come on, you're at a festival, man. Mike Patton's on stage. You're not going to not go and, go and check him out? No, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, of course you are. Creator? Creator, oh, yeah, I love Creator. Yep. Yeah, great band. Proper band. I was very, very disappointed in their position on this stage. I mm. will say that. Genuinely, yeah. I mean, to me, headlining the stage personally but there you go we get body count with on downloads poster page just because if you don't fucking know apparently body count featuring iced tea yeah because like you know who okay. didn't know that iced tea was the fucking and they're not the drink either yeah yeah, yeah we're talking the man yeah would you <laughs> would you be would you uh, yeah i'll probably check it out i mean i'm not a massive fan i do know i know a few tracks and i know they're to be fair they're relevant they had a new album out probably about six months to a year ago something yep. like that so they you know it's not like they're there for a nostalgia trip they're making music still. Yeah, yeah, great. Um, I know that it's not always my style, but, you know, I, what else am I going to watch? Yeah. <laughs> There's not much else on the That's Sunday, the thing. And then we got Thrice, who I've heard of. Yeah, I've heard of them as well. Uh, Meshuggah, obviously. Um, yeah, I'll probably go check it out. It's pretty heavy stuff, isn't it? Um, Alexi on Fire. Alex is on Fire. Alex, yep, 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 that's probably how you say that, not how I said it. And um, the headline is Rise Against. Rise Against, I'm not a massive fan of Rise Against, don't get me wrong, but yeah, I've never seen them, I'll check them out. Yeah. I, I, you know, they don't blow me away or anything like that. Rise Against, uh, I am a big fan of, um, I think they're pretty fucking brilliant, and you know, they're all hats at this as well, and they rarely do a bad album. Mm. I, I have luckily seen them live, but it was way back in the day as part of like a bigger bill, and I think, yeah, like, I'd seen that the same bill like with Aiden and yeah. um, Gallows back when Frank Carl was part of them. It's just different strokes for different people, I guess. Isn't of I, course. I'd be happy to see them, but for me, I just, I genuinely, I look at that stage and I think, like, there's a lot of bands I want to see there. I'd be happy to go and watch, but I cannot, for the life of me, understand why Creator aren't, aren't the name at the top there. I yeah, because they're can't. like, one, two, three, four, five, six, you know, 20, six from top. 20-odd, 30-odd years of thrash albums, rele- relevant because they had a cracking album out about a year ago. Massive band, draw a following. We saw them at Bloodstock last mm. year. They were bloody good. I agree. They're not going to be on at about one in the afternoon. It's it's, it's, like what, maybe what, half hour? Well, I'd say, if, if, if that, yeah. The only good thing about them is they are thrash, <clears throat> so they'll get in 50 songs in half yeah, hour. Yeah, <laughs> just blast and <laughs> off they go. Right, which brings us to the main stage of Sunday. and This is a mix, this is. This is a mess. <laughs> I think this is a fucking mess of just basically leftovers yeah like almost like they didn't want they were Donald was worried that if they put too much on the saturday that people would only want would, would wait and then do day tickets right so we're like oh well, let's make sure we split up this and split up that so people will be forced oh, i don't know i mean right so inglorious are first on followed by cradle of filth now we talked about this before we start recording but cradle of filth are going to be on 
probably about 12, half past 12 in a day yeah. on the main stage. Which is not, it's not their best place position then, but <clears throat> you've still got to go and watch them, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, we would go see them, of course. It's Cradle of Filth. You know. And they're followed then by Hatebreed, who have seen quite a bit of. Yeah, but it's one of these things that's a problem with the festival. It's like, it's not so much that you go and see them because like, oh my God, Hatebreed are there. It's because like, well, there's no one else to watch. I'll go and watch Hatebreed yeah, again. basically. <laughs> followed by, oh, right, so this is basically where the main stage falls apart for me. Um, in this moment. Yeah, and me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Black Veil Brides, who I get why they're popular. I don't. Then, well, I, I don't purely because I don't like them. Oh, I don't like them, but I get it. They're, they're, People that like makeup, I guess. It's just, they're just so generic and so safe and so by the numbers that if you're not, like, if you want to dip your toe into metal, this is what you do. It's not like, not even, I'm not saying a gateway band because I don't think they, they would encourage, the, the style of music doesn't encourage you. The only thing it might encourage you to do is seek out something better. <laughs> that's about it but I wanted to get into metal I listened yeah. to Black Veil Brides and I hated it so let me try and find something it was different. more like you listen to one song and went oh this is really heavy and then you're like oh after an album of it you're like oh okay yeah. I wonder if anyone does this better yeah basically <laughs> um, and then it's followed by a band that I to this, similar to what we talked about with Blackstone Cherry Shinedown why do people like this band holy fucking shit <laughs> you know like I, I've got no beef with uh, Shinedown no, as in I don't really know an awful lot by them, but there's, I've got two or three songs by them on my music kind of collection that are like you know just in there somewhere, and I like those two or three songs. Oh, really? Okay. Now I am aware that they've got like twenty albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> and I've never heard anything else I like by them, but I'd be like, they might play that. <laughs> they play. I, can't remember, I, I can't even remember the names <laughs> of the songs, but I know one of them's like like a massive, massive hit. I'll try and remember the name of it. I'll try, try and suffer. Right. So you'd suffer through the whole set just to get to the, hopefully the one. So, well, if it's a massive no, hit, no, I don't think you'd be wrong. It's like if there was anything else worth worth watching, I would be going somewhere else because I don't want to sit through a whole set hoping for one song. Because they're third from top, so you're getting a long shine down set as well. But for me, I can't stand this band. I generally struggle. It's one of those again where I'm just like, they're so fucking bland, so pointless. They, to me, they're just a waste. Oh, it's called... I think it's called Diamond Eyes or something Okay. Like anyway, sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, Shine Down. Um, no, 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 no. And yeah. third from top. Followed by... Well, this is an interesting one because it's all about what version of Manson yeah. you actually get. I mean, if you get... If you get... <clears throat> kind of semi-sober Manson like it'd probably be a great show to be honest oh I've never seen him play well I've only ever seen him play once and it was terrible so I would want to see it like you know first couple of songs oh yes it's wicked that kind of thing and so on yeah um so yeah I would say like that's probably one that I would definitely be up for seeing um it's Marlo Manson there's nothing really yeah. else to say so you can growing up it. with him hope for the best yeah basically <laughs> followed by the festival closing Band or artist, how we want to see it, and uh, time for some controversial opinions on this one. Dun, I think dun, dun. so. It's Ozzy Osbourne, just Ozzy, no Black Sabbath. That was done. They're done. He's done that. And now it's just Ozzy on his own, shuffling out on the stage to read his auto cue, and the band make sure they hold him up. Um, 
No, basically, no. I'm so sick to fucking death of this. Right, time for me to just go off on one here because basically, <laughs> Get comfortable. I'm so sick of, I'm, I said I'm sick of this. Um, I adore Ozzy. I think, of course, he's a legend of our scene and he's a legend and as long as he can go, he should go. However, what the fuck's the point anymore? Like, what is the fucking point? And it's just, following, if you look at the headliners across, it's Avengers Sevenfold, Guns N' Roses and Ozzy. Now I get it, it's download. You've got to sell your tickets and these are the artists that sell your fucking tickets. But what the fuck are we doing? Do we even give a shit anymore? Or are we just going to keep wheeling out these geriatrics who can barely fucking what? He can't even remember his own lyrics. He has to read a fucking auto cue. And we're still doing this. Off you go, mate. Go out and entertain the fucking masses. Go play the same songs. Oh, but Black Sabbath aren't around. What Ozzy's going to fucking do the Black Sabbath songs you want to hear anyway? You're going to hear fucking Paranoid. What? But you're never going to hear that greatness. Now, I have never seen Black Sabbath fully. I had the opportunity. I watched five or six songs at Hellfest and chose to walk away because I was like, this is not helping my love of a band because I'm hearing a broken down vocalist Um not be able to perform how I want them to perform. So rather than damage what I do enjoy, I'll go to check out something else. And it's no different for me. What are people expecting? They're expecting them to be fucking running out and jumping over the stage and doing crazy train like like nuts. Now what you're going to hear is Ozzy, like I said, read off an auto cue and then every five seconds go, let me see your hands. Because that is literally the only thing he seems to be able to remember. Now I don't want to disrespect the man, but he is an old man. And we're still wheeling him out to headline our festivals. I just don't fucking get it. I just like, for fuck's sake. And it's not like I'm looking at the rest of the bill and going on that stage and saying, oh, well, this should be headlining that shit. Because it's not. Manson shouldn't be fucking headlining. Shinedown shouldn't certainly be fucking headlining. It's what we've fucking got. It's what Download booked because they spent all their fucking money on Guns N' Roses. That's what they did. This is why this bill is so fucking weird. Why it's all over the place. It's why you have the likes of Boston Man, as you said, and Marmoset's playing, and why you have Bullet from a Valentine second from top. Because there's no money. Because they spend it all on Guns N' Roses. And I'm not saying Ozzy comes cheap, of course it is. Ozzy Osbourne. But that's it, simply put. It's like, this is what we're going to do. What about next year? We're going to wheel out Black Sabbath again. Oh, but they're saying, well, we're not going to tour again. We'll give it a little bit of time and they will. We're going to wheel out another version of it. Who's around next year? Oh, no, you know what? It's Iron Maiden. It's been a while. Tom or Metallica. Time to bring them out again. So fucking annoying. When I saw these headliners, I was genuinely like, are you kidding me? You're not even like, none of these bands have like, Event Sunfall, it's our second time. So it's not like it's fresh. And you say, well, there's no bands out there deserving of it. Of course there are. Why won't Bullet, Bullet part there? I'm not saying you put Bullet above Avenged, but you, it's, we can't give someone a chance because we're still, we're basically, our headliners are Event Sunfold, a already established established headliner Guns N' Roses who are on this um, not on this lifetime make as much money fucking tour fair enough they're always going to headline if they're on this tour I do, I'm not arguing that but then it's like oh yeah who who, which which golden only can we book this year well we did Iron Maiden recently Metallica are doing their own thing they're not going to fucking come over and do it this time who else is about who can we get as a headliner well we did Black Sabbath last year I know Ozzy he'll come out he'll fucking play the festival awesome so annoying I, Other I, than that, though, you go and check it out. <laughs> I'm joking. No, I, no, I, agree with, I agree with most of what you say. Um, uh, yeah, I just what can, what can you say? We, we're very we, we agree on the the whole headline thing. We understand that every festival or many festivals believe that there is no one else out there who can headline. But the only reason they're not out there who can headline is because you don't let them headline. Mm. There are many many popular bands out there 
who can draw in as many fans and would please as many people. You just got to give them a chance. Um, yeah, that's it. That's the reason why we don't go to download. You know, we could probably go to a bookies to be honest now and like start laying bets on the headlines for the next five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years. Absolutely. And as long as they're still alive, they'll still be there. So, going off that, in off the top of your head, ten bands, do you reckon? If that, that we would definitely want to see. No, yeah, I mean, I struggle with ten to be honest. Yeah. Ten, 10 would be the maximum that I'd be like, yeah, I want to go and see them. Then probably you can maybe go out to 15 with like, oh, I'll check them out because I'm there. And after that, I think I'd find myself probably quite drunk a lot of the time because I'd be at the bar most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's not like, it's download is download. We know what they are. It's not a problem to me because that's why I don't go. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's simply, uh, we don't like it so we want to go. There's people out there who look at this lineup and there's 10 bands they don't want to see. Yeah, you know they yeah. probably are out there. Um, you make a festival this big, you're gonna have an eclectic mix of people, and therefore you have to have an eclectic mix of music. And if you're a fan of a massive range of music, download is probably the perfect festival for you. But if you're a fan of one particular style of music, then you're only ever gonna get a portion of the show, isn't you? That's it, basically. So you know, we won't go. Yeah, we're not gonna be there. It's not like a protest or anything. Like that mm-hmm. it's just it, you look at it, you go right. Are these bands for us? Man, there's not enough. Can we justify the money? Can you justify the cost of the ticket, the travelling time, the money you're going to spend there against what we're going to see? And And a lot of when you weigh it up, though, then you say, well, like, like how many festivals can I do this year? I can do one. You go, like, where's that money going to go? You look at it and you go, will it go there or will it go here or here or here? And, yeah, I I just, I I don't think they'll, I, I very much doubt I'll ever end up at Download in my lifetime because I don't think it will ever have enough bands there when I compare it to other festivals yeah. at the same time it's the contrast isn't it? and as long as there's other festivals around they're almost always going to cater more to your taste um, and here's the thing some of the bands we did talk quite positively about like say Parkway Drive once Download's done they're touring they're touring for probably £20-25 a ticket yeah. um, so and that's it then you go see them there where they headline their own shows at a venue yep. in your local fucking town you why would buy- you spend 200 odd plus pound to see a stripped yeah. back shorter version you can spend your money you can spend a lot less money there you can go to see them at a show you can buy your beers buy a shirt buy a cd patch whatever and actually support the band that way as well yeah so that's download that's download 2018 it's simply put it's just not a great festival for us um the lineup i think stinks uh for the most part um i think it's too wide ranging this time and i think they've filled out the uh lineup with a lot of filler uh, of course, you know, that's just my opinion. Like I said, if you love all these bands and know them all, but I, I'd be surprised. I think a lot of it's just filler because of the Guns N' Roses things, as I said. Um, I think the money was spent there. I think there was always going to be a problem. I think there was always going to be an expectation as well as people expected Guns N' Roses. I felt like Download had to deliver that no matter what because if yeah. they didn't, uh, Glastonbury probably would have grabbed them. That kind of um, thing. No, yeah, I think they're on a break this year, aren't they? Is it break this year? Well, yeah, I think so. Wouldn't Planet, surprise me if Guns N' Roses are Glastonbury like next year then. Yeah. You know, possibly. Um, but yeah, so that's download. Um, if you disagree, which I would expect you probably yeah. will with quite a lot of what we said, uh, particularly about Ozzy Osbourne. Look, uh, I've calmed down a bit now, and it's like I'm not saying I said I love Ozzy Osbourne, and he's a great man, and he's been a great servant to the music, and the fact that he wants to keep going is great. Yeah. Um, I just think. Yeah, that's not like it's not we don't it's not quite kill him and put him out the pasture just yet. I just think just, when he's put as a headliner, what, it's it's not. Do you know, like have him as a headliner, but don't have all three of your headliners like that. Why not do your Friday night or whatever as an up, 
you know, not, I'm not talking about like a bloody nobody. I'm talking about like a the tear down sort yeah, of. Yeah, the ones that we're thinking are going to download. Got to sell tickets, so you got to have your big Saturday and you want to have your big closer. But just give someone else a chance, maybe. Yeah, yeah. You know Basically, I mean? just, just put someone on the Friday. And that's that. Parkway yeah. Drive, maybe with the song "Pray," which I may have mentioned is pretty good. <laughs> 